0: podcast is brought to you by sport tribe the tribe talk on this podcast we invite sports enthusiasts to come and express their passion for the sports they love the show also highlights the individual stories of fans and how their pursuit of sports brings happiness to their lives so welcome to the tribe talk this is your host
1: anu four of the series are going on as we speak all of them are closely contested as we speak, but apart from, I think, the Suns' domination over Nuggets, which now looks to be a kind of a foregone conclusion, I think all other three series are quite… are going to go down to the wire. What What has been the most uh, uh, striking thing or remarkable thing which you have seen this season?
2: Not the Nets game, just Just, just bring it out there. I think the Nets are going to walk. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, one of the comments which were, which were, which were going around uh, is that if you're going to have a, a, a Nets Clippers uh, uh, finals face off, it's probably going to go down as the least watched NBA game in, in, in NBA history. Correct. It's two, ga- it's, it's two teams where obviously now you've got a science experiment um, going on in the Nets where you're you, <laughs> you combining the best in the group. Uh, and, and, and obviously, there are enough reasons to hate them for that. Uh, and then Clippers, of course, uh, who had these dubious uh, title of being chokers in all crunch time games, uh, arguably led by a guy uh, who just uh, cannot seem to break into a smile even after today's win. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't know whether he smiled uh, when he won with Raptors.
4: So, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the commentators, I forget if it's Jeff Van Gundy or was Mike Green, he said... Uh, Kuai is certainly
0: smiling inside. He just had his face get yeah. the memo. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what really is uh, worrying for the uh, Utah is obviously the ankle injury for Donovan Mitchell. That's that's a problem for them. Uh, and obviously, pandemic P or playoff P stepped up today after a long time. So I think that really made a lot of difference for, the, for them for sure. Uh, I think that was the first game that I actually saw where. Uh, Kawai and uh, pg were playing together as a force and it looked like you know uh, they were a dominant team i didn't see that before as such i don't know but no, i think totally true i think specifically for uh, uh, what actually worked for them is also uh, what they did is they didn't play with a and uh, a center this time they played with a smaller team uh, so what happened <laughs> was Gobert kept coming out uh, of the perimeter and that actually helped them to kohai mm. and pg to get in the paint a lot more I think that helped
3: them a lot as well. Yeah, it it actually shows in the the number of shots they took, you know, both these guys. And uh, I think the injury in uh, the, the the injury to Mitchell, uh, I think that's obviously yeah. going to be very very crucial. I I have a feeling he's going to play through the pain. He's going to come back. But they're also missing their starting point guard, right? Uh, calling Mike, Mike Conley, Conley. Mike Conley. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that has been a blow. I was pretty surprised uh, uh, them them taking a two two or uh, two nil lead here in this series. Uh, obviously, it's going to help them, but uh, they they have to get him back uh, if really you know if, if it has to go to six or seven and Jazz have to win. What obviously goes in Clippers favor? I think they are the only team if you look at uh, in the Western Conference with some people with playoff experience, right? Uh, Kawhi obviously right. has one. George is is a, is a veteran now. Uh, and there are a couple of other. Tough guys. Uh, obviously, they're missing Ibaka, but, you know, Marcus Morris, Morris Sr. and I think Beatham and all that. So, these guys have some experience that they can grind it out if it gets close. Uh, Jazz is pretty young. Uh, same with Suns and, you know, obviously Nuggets. So, I think they just have to hang in there if you ask me Clippers. Uh, next game is going to be important. I don't think they're going to come back from 3-1 down. Uh, but, yeah, Mitchell's injury is probably the game changer. If he's not able to be 100% fit, I think they are they are done. Yeah, I think like you said,
0: Mike Conley getting injured was also a huge blow for them because he runs the game when yeah, yeah. on the bench. So uh, that's a huge blow for them. And so, Reggie Jackson stepped up as well, for the first, which was Reggie Jackson. Be, uh, absolutely, I mean, be the third best scorer in the.
2: First, the that's game. right. That's right. I mean, he, he. I mean, if you ask me, Luke Kennard, Reggie Jackson, these guys are probably the reason why the last two games, even um, the scoreline uh, was so close. Um, you can't afford for a guy of uh, PG's caliber to stay quiet uh, during the playoffs. Uh, and, and finally, the game that he's clicked uh, and scoring at the, at the rate which he should. Um, I mean, the, the scoreline is quite telling uh, and so is the result. Um, but yeah, Reggie Jackson, totally the find of the season. So,
1: uh, on the injuries to uh, Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley. So, Mike Conley has been ruled out completely of the series?
3: Not yet, not yet. I think he's he he's similar to uh, uh, the Harden case. I mean, they're yeah, just putting yeah. him day to day, game to game. Uh, I don't think he'll play the next game, but but again, if it if it is you know getting into a game six or seven where you know it's win or go home, I think he'll he'll jump right back in. So it's day to day. He might come in, but we don't know for sure.
1: And Donovan Mitchell is obviously the coach is going to keep taking a call game by game. Yeah, I think he keep playing. You keep playing through the injury, I think. But obviously he's not… yeah, that, that's
3: right. Right. correct.
1: So on the on the Clippers, on the I Clippers didn't... side, uh, as Ashwin was pointing out, you know, Paul George obviously kind of uh, supported uh, Leonard, and uh, but you have to kind of give it give some credit to the defense as well this time for Game Three, which was not at all uh, present in the first two games. I think the defense also kind of uh, stepped up as as you guys are
2: pointing. No, absolutely. So double teaming Mitchell was clearly part of the plan, and I think they started picking him up right from uh, uh, the half court. Uh, and I don't think they let him dribble the ball beyond uh, three or four uh, bounces at best before the double team came uh, came up. Uh, o- obviously, what's kept them afloat uh, even in the past when these uh, uh, double teams have uh, emerged uh, is 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 uh, is Jordan Clarkson uh, and and the supporting cast of. Uh, of uh, Bogdanovic um, right. sh- uh, a- averaging uh, uh, nearly 40% from their threes uh, which has been really hurting every other team who has gone up against the, the Jazz earlier but obviously these guys didn't really make much of a difference today um, you-, you could say it's it's, 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 it's an off night um, but I think that double teaming certainly helped and, and like Ashwin mentioned uh, uh, getting Gobert out, out of the paint uh, was another key part of uh, uh, their, their their defensive play yeah
1: so so okay a word on uh, donovan mitchell's season uh, obviously not not many people are surprised by what he's doing but uh, I don't know how many guys how many of you uh, follow what stephen Smith has to say every after every game but according to him he's he's the best player of the jazz organization till date
2: yes yes
0: do you guys <laughs> do you guys, do you guys
1: agree? First, Smith Pee- uh, is time, rubbish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but other than that, I do agree that he's he's a legit superstar. Like uh, the mentality that he has, uh, for sure, he's going to be a force to reckon with the next, in the coming few seasons.
3: No, I agree. But, I agree. I mean, his teammate uh, uh, Gobert obviously is a little more decorated, having won the Defensive pair of the Year this year. I mean, he does the dirty work, so we can, you know we can debate. But obviously, you know, Mitchell, it, I agree. Superstar in the making, uh, young guy, uh, and he's really last couple of. Uh, I think he was what he, he was not even a first three four pick. I think he was somewhere in the middle of the the draft in the first round, and have, from from there uh, last three years four years uh, coming to where he has You know, his reach now is, is has been amazing. Gobert obviously, you know, people people knew he'll be good, but this guy people went short. I think he was passed by some 12, 13 teams before he was picked. So. Uh, fantastic! Uh, this 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 particular year, especially. So the next game is day after
1: tomorrow morning, Tuesday morning. Uh, do you guys see this series going f- all the way or four one? What's what's the what do you guys think? I,
3: I mean, personally, I, I think this will be the closest series if you ask me uh, across the across the board. Uh, and I, I I I was expecting this kind of a, a tight series before the series even began. Uh, obviously, the other other match, other other series between Suns and um, and uh, what they're playing, Nuggets. Uh, Nuggets. yeah, yeah, Nuggets. Suns Nuggets. Uh, so the, so I think I think that is going to finish probably in four, if you ask me. So and and obviously on the East, uh, Brooklyn uh, should should take the series. Obviously, we'll come and discuss about that. But I think this is going to be the closest one, if you ask me. Uh, six games for sure, if not seven. But again, as I said, Mitchell's injury. Even if he yeah. comes back and plays. Uh, whether it's 100% or not, that I think is going to, going to be the crucial thing. Yeah, I, think, I agree. No. I think it'll go to game seven for sure. I think so.
0: Uh, one, it's
2: all dependent, of yeah. course, on Mitchell's. Yeah, it depends well, right? on Mitchell.
0: Like how Bala said, uh, John Clarkson and Bogdanovich mm-hmm. had an off day today. But if they come back stronger to the next game, I think Jazz might win the next game. But going by experience, they let go of a 3 1 lead last playoff. So. It's possible. Hopefully, they've grown from that.
2: No, true. So, what's what's keeping them uh, 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 a class apart, along with the Suns, of course, is if you look at their starting five, consistently, almost every single game, all of, the, all, all of them are in double digits, as opposed to many other teams, which is quite lopsided, where you rely on one or two superstars, yeah. Carrying, yeah. carrying you through with 30, 40 points on any given night. Uh, the Suns and, and and Jazz, for that matter, are so perfectly balanced, and even their bench um, is is uh, plays an excellent supporting role. Um, so what really worked for the Clippers today is, is obviously PG stepping up. Uh, his 31 points uh, certainly made a, a phenomenal uh, difference, along with of course Reggie Jackson shooting the lights out from beyond the arc. Um, so yeah, so I, I'd have my money on this as well for uh, Game Seven out of every other matchup.
0: So, yeah, I have a question Action. regarding Donovan Mitchell. Uh, is he in the same mold as uh, Kyrie Irving? In terms same of, mold? Yeah, same Same league, same potential. Uh, is he in that same class as Kyrie Irving? Not yet, I would say. But definitely, he'll get there, for sure. I don't
3: think he's there yet. Yeah, I agree. And then I think they're a little different as well if you ask me. I mean, obviously, Kyrie is more of a ball handler.
5: Yeah, and you know, was,
3: Kyrie uh, was obviously the the, the topic. And this guy is, you know, doesn't come with that that hype. Uh, so yeah, there's yeah a difference there.
1: Yeah. But... This would be an easy one to talk about, which is obviously the Nuggets versus Suns. Uh, three yeah. love down with huge margins of victory for Suns in each of the three games. Uh, okay, who who said this? This is the first time ever I have been three zero up in a series. Whose statement is this?
0: Chris Paul.
1: No. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's the first so I actually I was surprised that he's never been 3-0 up, uh, which is okay as in as in looking at the longevity of his career and uh, I think he's what 14 15 season yeah. or something
2: but ironically he's still in search for his uh, first championship ring ever. exactly exactly no. so
1: yeah. uh, do, does, does do you guys think Suns have the legs to go on all the way beat uh, like like everybody's kind of anticipating it's going to be Nets versus Suns uh, finals uh, do you think they can reach the they can reach the finals yeah.
3: For sure, I mean, for sure. I I, I really think they can. You know, well rested, as Bala was saying, good all round team. If you look at their the starting five, I think everybody is has been playing their part. Uh, you know, some really exciting young players. Uh, and I was reading somewhere a couple of days back. I think their, their starting five has uh, have starters basically have have, have played with uh, each other the most minutes in the regular season. So they know uh, how they play. I think they've been gelling well. Everybody is playing their role. So, for sure. And, you know, to be honest, West doesn't look that that tough. Uh, I know Clippers have George and Leonard and, and Jazz are also a good team. They've been, done, they've been doing pretty well for the last couple of years. But, I think man-to-man uh, Suns are pretty good. Uh, I expect them to make the finals. Uh, obviously, you know, who comes from the East is going to be important. I think Sixers and Brooklyn, both uh, Nets, both have little better teams, if you ask me. Uh, but but we'll see there. We'll see when, when we get there. But, for me, I think I think they are the they are the favorites. If you ask me, and if if Jazz and Clippers uh, series you know, comes down to seven, it's a bruising series. I think it it'll take its toll on one or two people there, and then the Suns will be a little more fresher. I expect them to take a you know a march uh, you know in the beginning of the series. Obviously, it won't be a three, four, or four or five game series, but I think they'll be fresher, and I think they'll have the edge.
2: Yeah, what's the differentiator for Suns essentially? If you ask me, is Chris Paul. Um, yeah, and, yeah, uh, uh, and and that's somebody who's who's absolutely a vocal. Uh, a leader who, who, who absolutely thrives in pressure, soaks it all, uh, manages the time really well, uh, gets, gets the players in the right mentality. Now, if you look at the other teams left, sure, Jazz mirrors them uh, in, a lot of, uh, in a lot of way in terms of the player composition, the size of the team, and so on and so forth. Uh, but they don't have a, a leader with, with an immense depth of experience. So it's obviously going to be Michelle who's going to be shepherding the entire group, but three seasons in, uh, I'm not quite sure how much maturity you can pick up with, and that, of course, his, his game looks brilliant. Uh, the only other team is, is the Clippers, but you have Leonard who just refuses to open his mouth, um, and and, <laughs> and PG who's 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 just um, uh, I I don't think uh, leadership material as of yet. So that leaves the entire role down to somebody like Pat Pat, uh, Pat Beverly, um, who um, uh, I'm, I'm not quite sure how much of a leader he is either. Uh, so, so the difference maker for me is Chris
3: Paul. No, I agree. I mean, absolutely. And I was surprised. You know, uh, I, in fact, it was a, it was a good move. But uh, I think Suns trading for Paul, and they obviously they gave away a lot of players. Uh, that was a stroke. I mean, the, the the team is young. They were doing okay over the last couple of years. You know, Suns have have been bad for for a long time, obviously. But you know, they they saw some potential coming up and. I think addition of a guy like Paul, you know, calm mind, you know, very very experienced, uh, did the trick. I think he, he probably will be the difference if you ask me. Uh, how the West steps up, but but what a trade!
1: So he is he's come from uh, Oklahoma City. So Correct. what what the trade? What specifications were there in that trade? And who did they trade for OKC? Okay, did, were they also kind of as? British no, they.
3: As, uh... Yeah, I mean, they they took some four five players. I I don't recall the names, but they took some four right. five young players from Phoenix. It was, uh, it was Paul and another guy with, uh, against some four five players, and then there was one first round pick as well that Phoenix gave away next year's. I think it was protected, but nevertheless, still a first round pick. So I think they gave away quite a lot, if you ask me. And obviously, Paul is in you know later. I don't I don't know how many years. Will he have? Uh, he's been very, very injury prone. I think that is something that has gone against him, and other teams who have been wanting to trade him, uh, especially during playoffs. He's not been 100. percent But if he remains fit, uh, and obviously, you know, cleaning up three nil, four nil wins helps. Yeah. If, he, if the team can do that, and he doesn't play, uh, he doesn't have to take a lot of workload. You know, he, he can be a difference maker. You know, even in the West Finals, or for that matter, NBA Finals. No, yeah. So yeah, his, oh,
2: his, his his sorry, sorry, you it go no, personally, I was really disappointed that uh, uh, Chris Paul didn't join LeBron James with the Lakers because there were so many rumors going around. Uh, best buddies. Uh, obviously, Paul never having won a championship. M- neither of them are exactly spring chickens right now. Um, they got probably a couple of years left each. Uh, so I was really disappointed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Suns literally threw the kitten sink to recruit him. I think they gave up Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, Ty jo, yeah. Rubio, John. McLean. Yeah,
3: Rubio also went.
2: Correct. They gave the the entire entire lot uh, to pick up this guy, but what a what a phenomenal trade! How how immense has been
1: uh, has Devin Booker been for for Suns? Obviously, everybody's just talking about uh, Paul, but uh, the rise of Devin Booker has it has it been convincing enough for people to kind of uh, give him some credit as well for how far
3: Suns will go? Yeah, I mean I, I've been following him uh, in the last few years. In fact. Obviously, I have a little more affinity towards Sun because I've lived in Phoenix for about five odd years. He was drafted yeah. he was drafted when I was there. And there was some, uh, I mean, he had some, he used to have good games uh, here and there, if you ask me. Uh, you know, those big games. Uh, but what has actually come through is, you know, his experience, obviously, this is the first time he's playing a playoff series. And, and the way he has come through the first uh, series against Lakers, you know, shooting well and shooting well under pressure. I think that probably is going to define him. How he's going to be in the future. You know, he, he again was a mid-round, first-round pick. A uh, lot of potential. Took some time to settle in. Uh, has his you know moments of glory, but I think this this year has I- again like Mitchell. Uh, uh, you know, like like so many other young players, like Young. Uh, you know, obviously Jokic, but he's going to have a breakthrough next few years if you ask me. Uh, this this year is going to be a defining year. And prior to this, as I said, he wasn't that great. Uh, he was good. But uh, I think this series or this this experience is going to change him.
0: For sure. I think Devin Booker is in that league for me as Donovan Mitchell. They're future yeah. superstar. for sure. Uh, this guy hit 70 points when he was 20 years old. So uh, I think he's a great player. He was leading the uh, Phoenix line till now. And just with Chris Paul coming in, it takes a lot of load off him, I think, and actually helps him better his game as well.
2: Totally true. No, I like, agree, agree. Yeah, so I mean, so he, he, here's the tricky thing, right? I mean, do you actually attribute uh, his performance uh, more to the arrival of Chris Paul? Because if you look at it in isolation, so let's look at regular season, right? Over the last, say, six years that he's been around, uh, he's been averaging uh, around 25, 26 points per game now for nearly the last four years. And that hasn't changed even for this year. Uh, mm. He's obviously elevated his game a bit uh, during the playoffs. He's averaging uh, in excess of 27 points. Um, and if you look at the field goal percentage as well, it's, it's still hovering around the same 48-ish uh, uh, sort of a handle. Uh, similarly, his three-point uh, percentage is also around that 34, 35-ish uh, sort of a handle. So would you really attribute him taking his game up a notch or is it, Mainly the arrival of uh, a field marshal like Chris Paul, who is able to get everyone in the position that they are best suited to, uh, to get the best of them. Both.
0: It's just uh, both those factors. He's obviously elevated his game, I would say, to an extent. Overall game. Uh, but I think just Chris Paul being there helps yeah. a lot better, I think.
3: Yeah, in fact, uh, again, I agree with Jasmine. Uh, Balaji, I think it's two. Uh, both. Data numbers-wise, you're right. It doesn't uh, show a lot of difference between one of what was there last three four years. In fact, he's been averaging more than you know the in in the mid 20s for the last three four years, and the numbers haven't mm. changed. But but honestly, you know, Phoenix Suns have been playing a lot of garbage garbage time games uh, in the last three four years, and I have seen <laughs> them play in in, in the Suns Arena in, in, in Phoenix. And so sometimes you know some of those numbers. If you're a good star or a budding star in a in a very bad team, you tend to rack up some numbers. But if you see People stepping up, sons, uh, you know, getting in. Paul, he's scoring obviously. He does his bit with uh, obviously his main job is to handle the ball. But with better players coming in, and you know, Eton is uh, stepping up, and I think their team uh, in general, if you look at from you know, number one to number five, Crowder and, and you know, even Bridges. So these guys have stepped up, and, and and with that, with that team where everybody's contributing, you kind of manage that 26, 27 points. Uh, I think that shows that he is matured. Uh, and then taking the right shots, you know, when things are obviously uh, much tougher, you know, with playing a playoff game and everything on the line. I think that has come in this year. But yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a mixture of both. I mean, Paul has been tremendous. You know, it, it be, we can't even uh, uh, think what kind of impact he, he's had. It's very, very difficult to put it down in numbers, if you ask me. But uh, Booker has, has matured. Uh, this year has been a, a defining year
1: no as far as uh, any personal personal development of any uh, player is concerned you know it's just a matter of like we always talk about getting a a mentor you know to for us to kind of enhance our uh, career development or whatever in whatever way maybe it's maybe phoenix suns never had a personality or a presence like chris paul or an influence like chris paul i'm not sure uh, who has they been the all-time great for Phoenix Suns till now? Uh, Charles Buckley. But, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: No, but… Yeah, uh, you're right, you're right. So, so, in terms of him coming on board, uh, as in Chris Paul coming on board, and uh, there are certain players who are just looking for such uh, signings and presence and uh, just kind of just enhance the game, finding that opportunity to just enhance the game. I think that's what's happening with uh, Booker. Uh, and, and the guy is uh, full in action, so he is now the last proud owner of LeBron's 23 jersey, wow.
3: <laughs>
1: and uh, and is dating uh, quite a famous uh, Kendall Jenner as well. So that's not bad for his.
2: Damn, Manoj. Did he start following uh, Booker after he started uh, dating Jenner? Or no, no, no! no. I'm <laughs> I, I, kidding. Okay,
0: okay. Come on. <laughs> All right, cool. No,
2: no, no, no.
1: Actually, okay, it was Kriti who told me that, uh, you know, Kendall is this kind of dating somebody from uh, basketball, uh, from
2: NBA. Okay, that's uh, interesting. I thought she was only dating guys from the NBA. So, it was, uh, who Who's that? Benson is, uh, it was it, it's this guy and then… Zuma. Uh, sorry. No, not Zuma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, I correct, think. correct. Yeah. Uh, wow. What's the guy in… Uh, yeah, yeah, Kuzma, that's right. <laughs>
0: Kuzma, sorry. Zuma, sorry. Kuzma, yeah.
2: Zuma is Chelsea, bro. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, the next is uh, Bucks versus Nets. So… You know the the interesting wow. game obviously was the third one, which was quite a low scoring game, uh, eighty six to eighty three. Uh, uh, any thoughts on how what what Bucks actually did well to really kind of control uh, Nets uh, scoring f- uh, freely? Uh, because eighty three, I think I think Nets, I don't know when was the last time Nets scored eighty three points.
3: I mean I, I I didn't watch the the, the third game. Uh, saw a bit of uh, game 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 two actually, but. From what I read, was you know I think they 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 got down to playing ugly, you know defensive kind of uh, game, and obviously I think that is what uh, uh, helped. But I don't know. Uh, I think Brooklyn Nets are way too smart to kind of adjust. Uh, they're going to come back and, and figure out a way. But yeah, I mean these guys have. Uh, uh, see the problem with Bucks has been you know nobody is scoring outside of Giannis and, and to some extent Milton. I think their scoring uh, pressure is, is just too high on them. Yeah, so if you if, if team can ideally really fit together and play a good defensive brand of uh, basketball, then then it takes the pressure off uh, these two guys. Otherwise, if you know if it's a hundred plus one ten plus ten kind of games, I don't know where they're going to get the the, the scoring from if, it, if they are challenging the Nets.
0: I think the and that too obviously the- with
3: with with Harden out you know with Harden out obviously so that that's it's a it's a surprise uh, uh, that they they won. I mean two one Brooklyn uh, with Harden out is is is. I, I thought if Harden not, was not going to play the scoreline, it should have been reversed, if you ask me.
0: Giannis and uh, Middleton together scored 68 out of the 86 points. That's not going to happen every game. So That's, right.
2: That's right. And and of course, you had an off day again for uh, 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 Joe Harris and and Kyrie Irving. So, Kyrie Irving was uh, shot 25% from the three-point line and Joe Harris was shooting 14% uh, from the three-point line. That is one out of seven shots that he took. Kyrie Irving is two out of eight shots that he took. Uh, so obviously those are big misses, um, and and Blake Griffin was was obviously far more subdued in this game uh, after completely erupting in game two. Um, and what helped obviously um, is Giannis and Chris Middleton. Um, Brook Lopez unfortunately didn't really make much of a much of a dent this game, but uh, if they were to win the next game, uh, I, I would think uh, Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez. Have to step up. Yeah,
3: have to step up. I agree. Uh, I think Bucks are playing two. at home. Bucks are playing at home, yeah, game four. Exactly. So I think they have to give in every everything, whatever they have, because obviously three-one down. I think it's
2: over. Well, the Hawks. Uh, Hawks. Yeah, they, the Hawks. I mean, unfortunately, after the Kings, they're probably the only other team who haven't won an NBA championship in God knows how many how long. I yeah. think it's sixty sixty seasons or so that the Hawks have gone without winning, uh, without winning a title not really the best place to be in, but obviously they're a young team as well. Uh, they've got some veteran talent, um, but apart from uh, Gallinari, perhaps uh, everybody else is, is really young. I'm quite surprised yeah. that they have managed to make uh, this deep a run already. And winning winning game one against Philly was almost uh, uh, straight out of the movie of Batman versus Superman. Where do you bleed? Sort of a yeah. moment for me. Um uh, but, yeah, I, I struggle to see them really going past uh, this stage, especially if Embiid's going to be playing all the remaining games.
3: They're, you know, there isn't a standout name if you just look at their starting five or, you know, even the bench. You know, obviously, the guys are young, but you have sons, you, know, you have somebody like Paul and Booker. You Obviously, the nets are full of stars. And, you know, you have Giannis and, and the Bucks. Sixers, obviously, you know, Simmons, first pick Embiid. But here, Young has, has been doing well, you know. Kapila has been a decent player. Uh, Galinari obviously, uh, good as well. But that, that one guy who can be a leader, who can stand out, people fear him. I don't think that's there. And it's very tough to win a playoff series uh, with, with this kind of cast. I think they they probably, again, need somebody like a Chris Paul to come in, if you ask me. you know, uh, and, and then kind of galvanize the youth in the in the next couple of years. But with this team, I, I don't see them going past or First game... They did, did it well, I think it was more of a uh, an apparition. Uh, I won't call it a fluke, but they did well to win one, but i I don't see them winning winning another one.
2: I mean, to be fair, they've got good guys in there um, I mean obviously trey Young is is an absolute superstar in the making His yeah, goals, yeah. Uh, probably rival even someone like uh, Kyrie Irving uh, and of course Bogdan uh, has has played uh, in in Europe for a fairly significant period of time as a champion there. And they've got some veteran talent in terms of even six-man-of-the-year, Lou Williams, uh, who unfortunately hasn't really clicked, um, clicked this year, yeah. the, the, the series. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they, they, they could certainly do with some strong leadership in between.
5: I, I felt like, uh, you know, the beginning of the series, like uh, the first game at least, uh, they put Danny Green on Trey Young. And uh, that first three quarters, basically, he was getting whatever he wanted. Like he was, uh, and that's how that uh, throughout the season that team's kind of played. Like uh, Trey Young kind of facilitates the entire offense. And in game two and game three now, like uh, they have Simmons on him for a good 30-35 minutes, and the remaining time Thibault is on him. So it's pretty hard for him to generate the kind of offense that they've played all through the season. Uh, so I feel like you know the level of uh, dependence that they ha- have on Trey Young to create offense in when you have like such couple of good defenders who who have the size as well on you gets hard mm. on uh, the team to create that level of offense. And the team like consistently scored about 115, 120 points in the last two games. They have struggled to get to 100. Um, and I feel like you know Simmons and Thibault can continue to do that uh, if they don't figure out a different way to get offense. But, yeah, actually, on. I was on. thinking
4: um, the Hawks actually the biggest difference between uh, the Hawks and the Sixers uh, is definitely the second unit because Seventy Sixers, if you look at it, they have players like um, you know George Hill, Dwight Howard, uh, Shake yeah, Milton. Yeah. I mean, he can, he can just you know just he can get he can get hot in a in a fucking hurry. So he can shoot the ball too. So the Hawks, I think they they're not they don't have that much of a uh, you know um, a veteran presence apart from Lou Williams in that second unit, and that's the biggest difference that I see. And plus, uh, defensively speaking, you have Ben Simmons and uh, Matisse Thybulle. He's no j- joke. And of course, you have Dwight Howard to like anchor that defense in the second unit. So where is the scoring coming from for the Hawks in the second unit? You don't see that, right? So I think that's that's the biggest takeaway uh for the, in, in the series like the second unit they don't have a second unit to go toe to toe with uh 76s and that's why I think it's it's done especially yeah, if Embiid is going to be uh healthy it's uh, it's no joke it's over Korkmaz is really good too he can shoot that's so right so you right. have Korkmaz, and it's just as similar as as a Joe Harris role so if you look at the series you know forward speaking they're pretty much similar in in what they can do so they're good shooters, so I think uh, Korkma is giving that opportunity, you know, to actually start uh, in that unit might be a good look for uh, uh, for the 76ers, but uh, they need that scoring punch, and uh, I think they have Shake. I think Shake Milton is really underused. I think he can really, really, uh, you know, uh, put the ball in the uh, hoop. So I think um, uh, they're fine, I think. I don't think it's that much of a problem, but the Nets are a whole different beast, especially if they have Harden coming back, so that's not a series to talk about, but this series, if you if you if you see it, I mean, I don't see the I mean uh, the Hawks really uh, winning two games, maybe one game, if that. But um, yeah, it's done in four. So so let's go say. back
1: to let's go back to the Hawks versus Knicks series. Were you guys surprised by how Hawks kind of, uh, you know, Rogered uh, Knicks, or was it was it just a Trey Young show, or was it was it just a flash in the pan, or do you what was it all about?
3: Yeah, that's an interesting point if you bring up, Anujino. You know, remember, we were exchanging texts. I I expected the series to be far closer than what it actually was. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was hard to you know, figure out what actually happened. But yeah, Trey Young was, was fantastic. I think he's running out of steam now. But And, and Hawks were, uh, sorry, Knicks were terrible. I mean, you have to be yeah, outside of that one game where they won, I think they, their cast just doesn't yell together. Um, so, you know, we can probably dig deep and discuss that all day, but uh, I just think it was a mix of, you know, young being brilliant, and Knicks being Knicks. Ooh,
4: I mean, <laughs> yeah, but looking... also, I think uh, the lights were too bright for Julius Randle, you know, the most improved player. He didn't really step up, to be honest. And, uh, you know, it takes right. it takes a toll, you know, I mean, uh, it, 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 come on, you know, you got to give them some, cut them some slack, I guess, because it's been eight years since they've been in the playoffs, eight, nine years. Yeah. So, uh, they're finally back. And then you have, a, I mean, not a rookie, but like a sophomore in R.J. Barrett. I'm i don't. I'm not really high on R.J. Barrett. They should have drafted somebody else, to be honest. And I don't know why they drafted uh, Topin. I don't know why, because uh, you had better players, definitely. So I, I think they need to definitely um, um, fix their uh, scouting. That's what the Knicks need to do. Uh, Derrick Crow is getting old. He really can't put that many minutes on him. Quickly is a good talent. I like him, but I don't think he was played as much uh, in that series as well. Yeah. So they're always
5: playing forty minutes a game you know. in the end, like last two three games there.
4: Yeah, but you know what? He still played Taj Gibson. I don't. I don't understand why. I mean, okay, I get it, but then you know how uh, Tibbs is. You know, he, he's going to stick with certain veteran players for for longer than he's supposed to. And I, I, I didn't see Taj Gibson really, you know, needing that yeah. much of a run. I, mean,
5: I felt like you know? the, the two uh, backup centers, uh, Mitchell Robinson, he was out for the season, I think, like at the end of the regular season. Yeah. And then they, yeah. they had this, uh, they, they had Nerlens Noel, and that was their backup center. So it's not like they had a bunch of different options to kind of throw there. And with Trey, you sure. needed a center there to, you know, uh, challenge his floaters and his uh, near-the-rim game.
4: Yeah, but don't like, you think Todd Gibson is more is not as agile as as Nerlens Noel? Like he's more agile. He can move quicker. He can shuffle his feet quick. So I think uh, Todd Gibson is. I mean, he's he's a veteran center. I mean, you need a person like that. But he would be more better facilitated in that second unit, not the first unit. I would say. Uh, but it's Coach Tibbs. We know how he runs the players to the ground. So, yeah, you have, you have you know, nothing much to say over there, I guess. Uh,
2: uh, in Trey Young, he scored 29 points uh, on an average. I mean, there is no comparison there whatsoever. So, the lack of center there, like you were um, alluding to, clearly helped uh, Trey Young for those astonishing numbers. Um,
3: exactly. Do, do you think, In fact, that's an interesting point, Victor uh, you're talking about this. Uh, do you think Tom Thibodeau is the right coach for New York Knicks? I mean, see, I, no, I have he, followed him... Quite a lot, you know, big, big Bull supporter. So, you know, I saw him there, reached the reached Eastern Finals. But, you know, this kind of game, I don't know. I personally think it's not suited for this new age, fast paced uh, uh, teams that, you know, at least I've been seeing and, and what we have been seeing. I don't know whether yeah, you the think biggest he, he's knock, the right yeah, kind of coach. Yeah.
4: yeah, but you know what? The biggest knock on, uh, on, on on Coach Tibbs is, I mean, he's a good coach defensively. I, I give you that. But, uh, the problem with him is he runs players to the ground. You see, if you remember the, yeah. the, that that D Rose injury, that freak yeah, injury yeah. that happened, is because he just ra- he didn't need to put D Rose in that game. It, it, he, they were winning comfortably, and then he just got injure, injured. You just can't have your star players, you know, play a certain amount of minutes. You can't you can't let them exceed, you know, a certain amount of minutes. And Coach Tibbs always does that. He always he picks a couple players he likes and he just runs them to the ground, like to the ground. And that's a problem. You can't have that. Cause you need to you need to manage uh you know and especially in, in a pandemic season you can't have your players playing as many minutes
3: so I don't no, know I, I, I don't I,
4: think I don't think coach Tibbs is, is the right coach uh, for the next yeah. year to be honest. No, and, 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 and
3: and and getting comfortable with the players that you have you know played with obviously Taj and Derek have played with him I remember in Minnesota he kind of uh yeah. got in Butler and, and Butler was there you know, for a couple of years they did okay so I, I don't know you're right I, I think they need to I don't, want, I don't think they'll fire them because it's been first playoff series in a long time, but I don't think yeah, he's going to
4: take them. Yeah, but also, you know, certain franchises have a mentality, they have a culture. Like, if you go to, if, if you're going to Minnesota, the culture is not winning and you, and you bring in a player like Butler who is all about winning, that, that, that creates yeah. The friction in that squad too so it depends on you know what kind of to, to manage a player like butler it takes a lot of you like coach spolster perfect because that and, and and then you have pat riley you know a perfect example of how an organization should be run you know in, in pat riley mm. so that's a perfect situation for butler to be in but yeah that's besides the point and i think clippers one is in, uh, another of the, as in the new coach right for clippers yeah, yeah that's I mean, uh tyler uh, tyler Ty Ty yeah so second, yeah. second, second coaching we talking sense?
5: about the coaches, like uh, um, Boston, they, they've, they're now on the lookout for a coach. Portland is now lookout for a coach. Indiana is on the lookout for a coach. There's like multiple like middle-of-the-pack teams which, are, which have made the playoffs for a bunch of years. All of them are actually on the lookout for a coach right now.
2: Yeah, but t- tell me about this. I mean, what's up with Brad Stevens and his team at Celtics? What's going on there? I mean, on paper, it looks like they've got a fairly decent cast uh, cast there but uh, what do you think went wrong?
4: Bro I don't understand why he did not play Robert Williams like the time lord why did he not play him more I don't understand Brad Stevens he should have played him more because clearly with him on the floor they're better defensively and they're more uh, you know they have a they have quite a lot of energy on on uh, you know that that whole squad meshes better. I don't know why he chooses to play uh, Tristan Thompson. I really don't understand that. It, I never understood that because uh, <laughs> Robert Williams is an incredible player. He's going to be he's going to be a perennial perennial All Star. Hundred percent, I think, personally. Uh, he's got one way because now he um but brad stevens he's a, he's a smart man he's a smart man he he knows what's uh you know what works best um so i think it's a good uh it's a good move on um, on boston celtics part to have like you know to have brad stevens as a gm and uh, i think i think the sky's the limit for for the celtics i think they have a good set of youngsters and they can only get better i think
5: yeah. Uh, Victor, I don't fully agree with Robert Williams' take there. I don't think he's going to be a perennial all-star or anything of that sort. He could
4: um, be. You never know. Man. Uh,
5: yeah, I mean, it'll be great if he turns out to be, but I feel like he, you know, uh, like, eight minutes in the game and he has, like, three fouls, four fouls. Like, majority of the games, he was in, like, foul trouble and that's why he had to get taken out most of the times. Uh, I mean, there were a couple of games that he played for about 20-25 minutes and he had, like, I don't know, seven or eight blocks or something, but majority of the games he was playing for about 15 minutes because by that time he had had like four or five fouls. So they had to kind of get taken out of the game.
4: I agree. And you know why that was? Because he didn't play him for the entire season. He should have started playing him from the beginning of the season. Just get him some, you know, game time. And you're learning. You're learning on the go because you're a young player. But if you look at the skill set, he's got it. He has everything you need in a center. In a, in a, I mean, he does he does not shoot the three but you need like a traditional center, right? So I think it's good in that way. But uh, if, if you're giving him 30-35 minutes a game, uh, that's a, you know, Rudy Gobert kind of player. No doubt. No doubt. I have no doubt in my mind.
3: It's going to be a good player. Just talking about... In fact, guys... Yeah, sorry. Yes, no, sorry about... no, no, I was just saying, you know, the topic of coaching, uh, obviously, we were talking about Coach Tibbs just a while back. He, he won the Coach of the Year also, so which, 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 which again, in my opinion, was very surprising. I know Monty Williams was close second and I really... Thought he should have won. He's done a fantastic job with the Suns. I don't know what what made the the, the Giro decide uh, coach Thibs uh, for the coach of the year. But anyway, I mean that's something. Just sometimes these things happen. I, I I thought that wasn't he wasn't deserving for coach of the year. He did well, but but that was something a little, little bit too far. Because he's white, man. That's why.
5: What...
3: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Monty Williams <laughs> probably yes. <laughs> he lost out there.
1: A player who. You got really excited or surprised by this season, Uh, uh, as we speak. uh, You know, your where was it, Damian Lillard, or uh, you know, Jason Tatum, Derrick Rose? Because Ivin is a big fan of Derrick Rose. I don't know whether he still is. Uh, uh, Booker, Chris Paul, Trey Young, Jokic, Luca. So, which any any uh, Westbrook? If you want to add, throw that name into the hat. Uh, Any of these players who, or any other player who was really exciting to, for you especially uh, and which which really surprised you this season.
5: Mm. I want to hear from Ashwin.
0: <laughs> no, I was going to say uh, Donwell Mitchell for sure. I think one name that Exciting for me, Donald Mitchell for sure. This year
4: for me, without a doubt. I know he's a veteran, but Chris, motherfucking Paul, man, I cannot believe he's 36, (laughs) 35, and he's fucking giving them the business, giving young kids the business, man. That's that's really, really hard to believe. I did not expect, uh, Chris Paul of you know 07 Rookie of the Year, Chris Paul come out, (laughs) but he's been shooting at the, uh, what, at 90% mid-range. Yeah, it's true. unheard of. Ninety percent mid-range, ninety ninety-two percent free throws. Like I, 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 year, what, fifteenth year, fourteenth year? Hey, hey don't
2: that's, forget, he's six feet.
4: And, and yeah, forget, he's six but, feet.
2: Like, Correct. Yeah,
4: he, he's six, and uh, that's uh, it was surprising. I, I was really taken aback by Chris Paul's game, and he's he's galvanized that whole unit, and he's a winner. Like he's a winner. He he's a dog. You know, like they say. He's the dog like he does not like to lose he goes in every possession hard I, yes he flops a lot but so be it you know uh de- he definitely uh i'm definitely impressed by chris paul i mean this i would is, never thought this is this is 15 it. season 15 season. i would never i never would have thought i would say it but i was surprised by chris paul man come on he, he, yes. he stepped it up this season yeah in this series
0: uh that high pick and roll they're playing with uh the high pick and roll that they're playing Oh, my God, it's unbelievable. The only thing that Denver can do is just hope one of the greatest mid-range shooters in the game will miss. Because Jokic is too big, isn't quick enough to, you know, come to make the play. It's unbelievable how they're just using that again and again. If you guys see the series, they've just used that same high pick and roll again and again. And they can't do anything about it. Because he just keeps... Uh, shooting and scoring. Yeah.
4: yeah, but even DeAndre Ayton needs to be, you know, given credit. The way he's matured and the playoffs, yeah. I cannot believe it. Uh, it's uh, uh, against, you know, talking about AD Drummond. He he went toe to toe and he won every 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 matchup he won. He was shooting what like ninety percent, eighty percent. He was shooting eighty percent, or you know, um, on the floor seventy-five percent, I guess. But uh, yeah, no, it's surprising. eighty plus
3: actually. He, he's been the best shooter in terms of stats uh, the whole playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not surprising.
2: Steph, Curry, come on, guys. Um, 33 years of age. Um, you've got no one who's going to be a decoy on his team. Uh, it ain't happening with Oubre. It ain't happening with... Um, uh, who's the other guy that they recruited from? Uh, uh, the w- Wiggins. Wiggins, there, there you go. Wiggins. So, he and the decoy. You are getting double teamed, triple teamed in every single game. And then you come up with the maximum number of three-pointers in a month, which is 96. Most seasons with yeah. 200 or more three-pointers, that's eight seasons. That's Dame and Clay at seven. Most three-pointers in a, in a three-span game, that's 29. Most three-pointers in a 10-span ten, game, that's 72. Those are insane numbers. You cross Will Chamberlain for the max franchise points. You cross 70,800 points. Come on, what's going on there? He's he's 6'2", 6'3", 33 years of age. Double team, triple team every single game, and these are the numbers that he puts up.
4: I can't. I'm really excited for Clay Thornton to come in next season. It's going to be they're going to they're going to be a problem, and especially with Draymond Green being top three defensive uh, player of the uh, you know player of the year for them, mm-hmm. uh, you know for the season. Uh, that's that's really good as well. So I think they have a good defensive uh, defensive anchor who can actually pass the ball, and that's that's dope. I think it's going to be an incredible season next season. I, I, I just I just cannot wait for for, for Clay and Curry. They, they're going to I think they're going to break all records next season when it comes to three pointers. Yeah, it's
3: going to be mad. It's going to be mad.
1: I mean, uh, what for? You? Who, who's for you? Uh, the most
3: important. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I agree. I have liked Paul this year. Uh, I think he has been fantastic. The the kind of impact one can make uh, with a team. I, think, I don't think anybody else has had that kind of impact. For a team that is making a good run in the playoff, obviously. Uh, otherwise, if you ask me what... For me, I, I, I was just happy that a lot of these young crops of players have come through. And uh, I think this year is going to make the next punch of the superstars that we're going to see over the next 5, 7, you know, 10 years. And obviously, we know the names. We're talking about likes of Embiid, obviously, maturing. You know, Donchich. Uh, you know, you obviously have uh, Jokic, who was the MVP. You know, Tatum and Mitchell and the bookers of the world, the youngs of the world. I think I, it's just so refreshing to see some of these guys do really well, not only in regular season, but also in the playoffs. So I think that is a good thing to come out. But if you ask me just player of the season for me, uh, Chris Paul. Outstanding. And with the impact that he has made, you know, that that's important to, to consider as well.
1: You're right. Uh, as, as as you're seeing in uh, tennis, that, you know, there's a young crop coming and they might replace the three legends that, you know, everybody knows about i think nba might just go through the same phase in the next uh, one or two seasons mm. uh, looking at as as i've been said you know the kind of youngsters who have cropped up this specifically this season
3: uh, Oh wait
5: that, bala, bala it looks like saying yeah. something about lebron not being there uh, you have something to say about that
2: <laughs> yeah bala i, I
3: think yeah
2: <laughs> i was coming to that <laughs> why open sore wounds I, I just i just i just thought just breeze past this entire topic altogether.
1: Uh, but does but does Lakers have a chance next season? Well, are they are they eyeing anybody in particular for recruitment?
4: Yes, Voila. they're going to be trading for Bradley Beal. You
1: think
3: that? Oh, he, he was fantastic he, this year. Yeah, I mean, if, if they can do that, yeah, you, you think yeah, man, he was. What will they give away? I mean, if they have to again just for one season. Away, I hear four players. players. Right.
5: Right. Uh, you have to give. Away I'm sorry. What? For sure. This source is of said. <laughs>
4: uh, this is Brian winhorst uh, That's 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 the source. Brian Winhorst. He said oh, it. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like no, that.
3: he's a he's a reliable guy. Who, yeah, who,
4: he's who, a reliable source. Who are they giving up? They're giving up. Um, four. Uh, they said four players. I I I'm sure Kyle Kuzma is one of them. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure of that. To see that <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to think who who else was. Uh, in in the mix, I I can't remember, but I remember uh, reading uh, Kyle Kuzma, and I was really happy Kyle Kuzma was really uh, above. I mean, he was out of his depths,
5: out of his depths this season. Yeah, I this call him snooze nice you know, I can't think for one reason why the Wizards would do that. Actually, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait. So where
3: is? No, the- honestly, honestly, I don't see Wizards going anywhere because outside of Beal, and then again, he's not uh, that young. Uh, uh, I, mean, I don't know how how old is he? he, he 20, 20s maybe? 20. I don't know. No. Okay, after... okay, then he's younger. I thought he was. So that... Okay, so I think no, no. I was just saying, you know, obviously Bill and then Westbrook always, wherever he goes, I just, I just kind of get a feeling that he's always comes out as a misfit. I don't know. What uh, can be done to, you know, get the best out of that guy, especially for the team, not for individual accolades. Best out of but, that guy? Uh, come me...
2: on, he, he averages a triple-double every single time he's on Averaging the team. Averaging
3: is… is you no, know, I agree. I am not talking about the stats, Vala. Just look at the stats is fine, but I, I just get a feeling that wherever he goes, uh, the, no, the yeah. headache of uh, yeah, trying yeah. to fit players around him, uh, yeah, yeah. that's that's a pain. I
0: think on that, I think he'd fit perfectly uh, at the Lakers. Because Lebron's probably the only one who can manage him. He has way too much respect for LeBron. LeBron. I think he's a but they're probably the only players that'll fit in.
4: But Ashwin, I want to ask you something though. With um, Russell Westbrook, uh, he's a high volume shooter. Uh, he's he's better, you know, driving into the paint than shooting. You can't really yeah. trust the jump shot. And um, I agree. Do, do the do you think the Lakers really need a player like that? Because Bradley Beal would fit Incredibly well because he's a shooter. He can put you he can shoot on the yeah. dribble. He can he can he can shoot mid range and he's reliable. He can drive to the hoop. He can do everything. But Westbrook is more of a you know it's he he's a, he's a good player, but I don't think he's a championship type player. You know you can't no, win I championships. I think.
2: Yeah, I uh, guess it was just a question of where he would he would actually fit in, whether yeah. or not that's that's a right fit. Yeah. I mean, that's a different story. But I guess I was just yeah. talking
0: about if he'll fit in in the Lakers, but we definitely need more shooters for sure.
1: Damien Lillard,
0: Lillard to uh, Lakers?
1: Dude, that I don't know, man. would be epic. I don't but I'm hearing, I'm hearing Miami Heat for Lakers. For, for Damon. I don't know. See,
3: I, I love that guy. Lillard, Lillard, Damien Lillard, I mean, fantastic guy. Yeah, I don't know. With Portland, it's just, again, small market team. He doesn't get his due, he's pressure guy, you know. I, I hope he goes to a big team and wins something. I don't think he's going to do anything with the Blazers, but… I, I, I don't know whether they let him
2: go. I mean, he's almost at the same cusp where Harden was at the, at, the, at the Rockets, right? I mean, they, they, they're generally small apart from maybe Nurkic and now and, and, and Kanta if you count him. Um, but uh, in terms of team configuration, sort of similar. They've both given it a decent go uh, to the best that they can. They both are the franchise names. And at some point in time, you just got call to it, call it a day and then see what works best for you. And Harden, I guess, pulled the plug. It was a hard decision to make, especially after just one season with Westbrook with him. And they're supposed to be buddies from the OKC days um so while yeah dame carries the franchise has 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 excellent relationships with the rest of his team members i guess it is time for him to move on
4: i mean that's serbian versus uh, bosnian you know that's like you know they have that uh, they have that battle anyways going on <laughs> yeah. so that that goes beyond culture like that's india that's india you know, you know, in you know, in pakistan course. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I, I don't know i i really think uh um Nurkic left the team you know he definitely let the team down because if he was really you know you could you know uh, him and uh, uh, at his peak they, they would have won I think they really would have won because they didn't even have to play against um uh, what's his name um uh the starting uh jamal, Murray. jamal Murray. like you know he, he was not even playing yeah he didn't even play the whole playoffs and that's embarrassing that's embarrassing they lost actually if you look at the squad you know
5: so. I felt like uh, Portland was missing, like, maybe one decent big man. Like, uh, majority of uh, the fourth quarters when most of these games were high-scoring games, it was uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony or Covington on, Yo- on Jokic. How, that, that was, I mean, it was like a bucket every time down. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, because this guy was on foul uh, trouble most of the time. Cantor wasn't doing anything with uh, uh, the Joker either. It was a uh, pretty bad uh, matchup defensively for them. Like someone like I don't know, like a Royce O'Neal or something on their squad, like who's a six foot nine, six foot ten, who can like hold his own against the Joker. I think they would have probably like uh, like what Aiden's doing with uh, the Joker now.
3: Yeah. He's
5: yeah. He, he's still getting his buckets, but he's not like going off for these like you know forty fives and uh, sixteen assists kind of games like. That's just probably not gonna, you know, make uh, Portland a winning team.
1: Introduction of playing tournament. Uh, so this was the first time, obviously. Uh, I think this the, on the Eastern Conference side, uh, the teams who finished seventh or eighth, they ended up uh, in the playoffs eventually. But from the Western Conference, uh, as we all know, uh, Golden State Warriors were kind of in the last second were chucked out by Lakers, and then Memphis, which was ninth, kind of made it to the playoffs. What do you guys think about this introduction? Uh, is it here for long, or is it just uh, another one of those marketing gimmicks?
2: Look at what's happening in other sports as well, right? And, and see the origin of where all of these start from. So, if you, if you have a long season of 82 games, um, and, and 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 if you if you're going to tell teams that it doesn't matter, uh, if you place, so there are two sides to it. So I'm just gonna uh, I'm just talking about what's good in this, of course. Uh, is, is, is you, you create a sense of excitement even during the regular season uh, to see where teams land, um, especially since it's no longer going to be just above the top eight, but it's going to be two additional teams in uh, to that. So you, you no longer have a competition between who's going to play a 7, 8, 9, 10, but it's also 11 and 12 to see if they're going to be trying to get closer to, towards uh, uh, 9 and 10. So out of the entire 15, 15 teams, if you're going to have 12 teams effectively trying to compete for uh, a yeah. position in, in in the top 10, I mean that that's significantly more exciting and 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 for fans to to to, to be far more engaged. Uh, during uh, 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 an 82-game regular season, so that to me is, is is exciting. And see what's happening in other uh, other sports as well, right? So now in Formula One, you're having um, the sport finally experiment with a similar similar sort of a, a venture where you're going to have sprint races and where you're going to have qualifying, uh, w- which is going to decide the position for sprint races and sprint, then uh, deciding the the positions for the actual race. Uh, to me, when it would be absolutely unfair is if there's a huge gulf between 7-8 and 9-10. And then a team from 9-10 ends up getting a playoff mm-hmm. slot. That would be quite brutal.
3: Uh, the, the sport has uh, evolved. I think the general sporting landscape across all sports have evolved. Uh, if, you ask, if you ask me, NFL experimented with a slightly uh, broader playoff uh, field last year. Uh, I think that, that can stay. Uh, baseball is uh, you know trying to figure out a way to expand uh, their playoff uh, uh, you know number of teams getting into playoffs and i think this is this is great you will probably see uh, you know less teams trying to tank uh, which obviously nobody wants uh, in nba uh, and secondly you know see it's, it's going to be very rare that a 7 8 seed anyway goes and wins the championship which is that makes it a little more exciting uh, and with you know you are trying to woo young crowds and stuff like that and some of these things really make a difference so i, I think it's going to stay and it's probably, uh, it probably is good for the game as well it's championship right in english football yeah exactly, so it's exactly. A,
1: i think it's, that's the longest season I've, obviously apart from the us sports uh, i think that's another the only season which i feel is the longest is the that, that football season so
3: so yeah. and and honestly i think there's we're seeing a lot of pressure on some of these teams and owners uh, to to start making you know or at least the leagues uh, to ensure that to make sure that the teams start making more money i mean owners obviously want it you know they want to play more postseason games than preseason games, so uh, they'll always vote for any expansion in the in the in the playoff format. Uh,
5: I I liked watching those games. Uh, I guess it's because this time uh, most of those were fairly competitive. But I agree with Bala. Like uh, it, it it could be one of those where um, you know there could be a a team that's you know played. Uh, played his ass off during the season and has like a good, like three, four, five game lead over the ninth or the 10th seed and ends up losing. And what's the value of them doing that over the course of the season? Like, I mean, I feel like it goes a little bit against, you know, now the teams that might be resting are, um, yeah, the teams that are in the deep end, like maybe uh, the 13, 14 and the 15s, But there are other teams that could potentially rest as well if the gap becomes bigger there. So it kind of has a dual incentive, like, yes, a little bit of lesser tanking, but some teams could also rest players because the gap is wide. It creates like a distorted incentive system. Uh, But, I mean, I'm not kind of fully on board uh, from a a competitive standpoint. Uh, I think uh, Avin's point on uh, the revenue, I think that was probably the biggest reason why they did it and they continue to do it until there's like a very clear, uh, you know, negative that kind of comes out of it.
4: Yeah, but you know what? The biggest takeaway, I think, is uh, people who play fantasy basketball, it's a
5: big win because no one's going to rest (laughs) themselves. Yeah,
4: yeah, that's true.
3: (laughs) Good point, good point. uh, Yeah,
4: because I've been playing for 10 years now. And I've been getting shafted every fucking last
2: three weeks of
3: the season. <laughs>
4: Everyone's seated down for fucking DNPs for no reason. So, that's the best, that's the biggest takeaway for me and I'm glad.
1: Knicks, New York Knicks, were you guys surprised by what they did this this season? Or was it like long due? Or any, any other team which you think that it's kind of... Made tremendous kind of growth as compared to last season. It has to be Phoenix. Oh. It has to be Phoenix. I don't think they made the playoffs in the
0: last five five years, and this is their best chance, I think.
5: Yeah. Dylan Brooks was good, good, good yeah. man, and, and uh, I, I and can like I don't know. Uh, I think like Ja has more Kyrie in him than Trey does. Like uh, Ja is so good to watch.
4: Mad. Jha has more Allen Iverson, man. What are you talking about? Jha is Allen Iverson's reincarnate.
2: play like, you... uh, But speaking of stats uh, and 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 the matchup for Grizzlies, uh, for me, um, the, the two games which were super exciting were, were, were was the game against uh, Golden State Warriors in the end of the regular season, uh, and of course uh, the game against them uh, during the play-ins and. The one stat that stood out for me uh, at the planes uh, was the entire playoff experience of the Grizzlies squad was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 121 or 122 games for the entire squad combined. Wow. And that and that was the playoff experience of Steph Curry alone. For them here. to win, and for them to win that game, man, that was incredible.
1: Um, so, what, what's what's the lineup for you guys uh, foresee for the conference finals? I'm not asking for the finals finals because uh, I'm sure everybody's anticipating it's going to be Suns versus Nets. But what's the uh, conference finals lineup you guys are anticipating?
2: Nets versus Philly. Um, that's going to be on the East. That's quite easy. And, and actually, Jazz Clippers, I guess, uh, this is going to go around to the wire, according to me. Um, Suns, obviously, it's, it's a no-brainer. Uh, but I'm hoping it's it's going to be the Clippers. Um, they, they certainly have more championship experience compared to the Jazz squad, um, which I feel potentially can be a better matchup against Phoenix. But what do I know? I, I think this is going to go to Game 7. So no no chance for Hawks uh, against Sixers?
3: Nah, no, I,
2: no, no, no. Nah, no, I right. highly doubt that. I mean that would be a dream no, scenario uh, to see them go through. But uh, I, I, in terms of a decent matchup against the Nets, I think success. Philly will, will Philly, yeah, Philly will probably give them a maybe, maybe win one or two games. Um, I don't think it's going to be ultra competitive there either. But uh, certainly a better matchup uh, compared to the Hawks.
5: I, uh, I, I still don't think you know Philly. Philly is a uh, right after the next round. Uh, I still think this could be a series uh, for Atlanta. Uh, I mean, they've they've got to you know figure out how to uh, generate offense, but with you know that team's like pretty offensive focused, so I expect them to figure something out. Um, but I mean, I think uh, Philly Brooklyn will be a damn good series as well. So that'll be really good to watch if that's the you know series and. I don't know. I I think uh, that uh, Philly, Brooklyn, whoever kind of wins that might, uh, you know, uh, that might be the NBA Finals for me.
3: Yeah, I think for if you if you look at Brooklyn matching up
5: well for series against somebody much 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 better.
3: Yeah, Utah matches up much better. Or if 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 you really want to be you know a little more competitive, I think Utah or Clippers, whoever makes it through, I think they will be a slightly better match. I I, I don't think Suns will, will stand a chance, honestly. It will be good to see them in the finals though. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, but I am hoping that uh, if Philly can remain, uh, you know, healthy, obviously, they have lost one player but <laughs> Green has not been that great a guy anyway. But if they remain healthy, I think they, they, their series with uh, Nets uh, can be a tight series. I, I, you know, Simmons and Embiid obviously will have to step up and I hope that one of these three uh, remain injured. Uh, I don't want to see <laughs> next in the finals. I, I just I just hate the super teams <laughs> concept. So yeah, is, I, Harden, I if,
1: is, is Harden injured for long or just for the series?
3: No, it's day to day. I I think they will not take a chance if if they get a three-one lead and they're able to wrap up the series, he'll come back next series. It's a hamstring, so standard 10-14 days, I believe. In case Mala, what, Mala, what team do you, do you actually support? I just, you know, first of all, I, I just can't make out. Are I you a Lakers, man? Are uh, you uh, uh, man? It's, it's,
2: it's been Lakers,
3: man. So, how can you support the fucking Clippers, man? Anyway. I mean, it's it, so. my
2: heart for I know. I, I've mean, i been supporting Clippers for a while. I've been supporting stop it, uh, uh, Clippers stop for it, a while. I mean.
4: a for <laughs> no way. Bro. Yeah, exactly. No way, bro. You, you
2: bro. can't be I'm supporting, supporting Clippers. You know, this is the luxury <laughs> that I can afford. This is the luxury I can afford by not living in the US, right? I mean, I'm I'm sitting in Singapore. I don't give a damn if there are two teams in, uh, in LA. I mean, that's all right, bro. <laughs> if you're supporting the Lakers, there's no way you're going to say Clippers, bro. No way, zero chance. Exactly. Ten. Exactly. exactly. Zero it ten. makes it makes it makes no difference to me, <laughs> man. I'm... I'm a LeBron fan. <laughs> I'll be very honest. I'm a LeBron fan. So, uh, there you go. I so, so, yeah, that's why I'm supporting the Lakers. Yeah, I'll
4: keep it 100, man. I'm a LeBron fan. I just want him to win as many championships as possible and uh, that's about it.
0: So, I would say Utah, Phoenix, of course. I'm going to say the Hawks. And then the oh, next. That's, that's think, a good call. Yeah, I think uh, like uh, she said that they have they have scorer, they have shooters and I think it's not and Philly are going to struggle a lot if MB gets injured. I think the biggest weakness that they have is Ben Simmons. I don't know how that guy gets one hundred and seventy-seven million. Yeah, I, I I think I think his
3: size <laughs> I think his size is a slight advantage uh, for a, when when he plays the backcourt and and to be honest with you first pick that I don't know he was picked when 2016, 15, 17 I don't know. Well, I think the draft was a garbage draft.
2: So, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I see. I, I know quite often a lot of these things don't necessarily reflect in the stat sheets, and there's small, small, high IQ plays which which make a hell lot of a difference. So, whether it's him picking on Trey Young and shutting his game down, certainly that would never reflect in the stat sheet. But if you are the second best player in your team, shouldn't it show up somewhere?
4: Yeah, you know what I was thinking. Uh, what's unacceptable for me with Ben Simmons is because it's just one thing. Uh, his mentality in terms of wanting to be better. You have four off seasons. What have you worked on? You have not worked on a mid range jumper. You have not worked on anything, you know, apart from your defensive skills, and that's a God given for him. You have to work on these things. You have four off seasons. You got to work on your mid range jumper. You got to get better, and you got to you got to add different facets to your game. You can't just sit on your, you know, on your, on your defensive morrow. You have to work on your game every single season.
0: I think Embiid is going to break for sure. He's playing through pain. I think somewhere during the series he's going to, he's going to break, and then it changes it completely. I think the Hawks are going to win from there.
2: Hawks are going to win. Wow. That's okay. that's a bold one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Guys, I actually think uh, the Jazz are going to win
4: it in six. The, the whole thing, the whole shebang, in six.
5: So, I was asking, Shree, Shri, what, what team is yours? I was uh, I was hoping for the Mavs to move forward, man. Right. So, I don't have any hearts in the race right now. I'm just uh, watching for, like, you know, the, I, I like watching basketball, so I'm just watching now.
2: Yeah, Shree, I think you, you you like saying this, right? I mean, the guy has his hairstyle perfectly set in place. His short-taking <laughs> is also... <laughs> the one thing that runs through his mind is, how do I not get my hair...
5: I mean, I don't think anyone can reach his head, man. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I was uh, like, there there were uh, you know, there was a bunch of uh, Pat Bev uh, in the first two, three games in there. There was never a scenario they were switching up everything. Clippers were switching up everything. There was never a scenario where you know, they got uh, Persingis on Pat Bev in the block or anything of that sort. Like, I don't know if, uh, I know they, they don't like to give him post touches or anything like that. Like he's asked to be a, you know, three-point shooter and uh, have, a, have a impact on the offensive boards and stuff like that. But I don't know, it was, uh, it's tough to watch a guy who is like seven foot three and he's being guarded by like a six three six four dude. And he's not doing anything about it.
1: <laughs> We're talking about talking about tall players. Uh, just a trivia in the end before we end. Uh, who's been the tallest player ever to play in NBA? Manute Ball. Well done, man. Okay.
2: Well done. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and which father, and which team? De-
4: his son is a baller, bro. His son is a baller.
2: Ball ball. That's from right. Denver, yeah. Ball ball. He's Unfortunately, he's. You know, you know the the biggest play that he made uh, was uh, what was it? What, was it last year where uh, he he threw the ball from the sidelines to um, who was it? Uh, it? It was the crunch time uh, game uh, where Celtics ended up getting into the playoffs. Do you remember the one? Yeah. Bo- uh, Bo- uh, Bo- I'm, I'm the only only play he did the whole game was 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 On when, the, when the shot clock was when the, yeah when the shot clock was like at two or three seconds and that was the only play and that was incredible
4: bro he's but he's just too lanky man I, I, I i'm scared for his ankle his ankles don't look like his, his <laughs> weight like his height the way he plays but he can shoot the ball and if he shoots the ball you can't you can't catch him because that's like what seven foot four wingspan you can't catch a seven six wingspan he's gonna that's a release seven foot six release
2: that's no, no absolutely shot. but, but- but your concern for his uh, for, for his ankle seems to be shared by his teammates and his coach. I and mean, probably that's the reason why they aren't playing him at all. <laughs> Sadly yeah. for him, though. Uh, is, is your favorite
1: team still Chicago Bulls?
3: Yeah, pretty much, yes. But, yeah, I mean, I like the Bulls. I like the Mavs. Uh, I mean, again, I like quite a lot of teams here. Phoenix Suns. If you ask me which team I hate, uh, probably the Lakers.
5: <laughs> Why I are like So late in the call, <laughs> I win. <mean>,
3: anyway,
1: I'll show you all this up front. Uh...
5: Like, I mean, we would have all become observers and let you and Bala go at it for a while.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Bulls. Yeah, but yeah, they, they, they're sucking big time.
1: All right, boys, uh, this was great 100 minutes spent today. Uh... I, we are gonna definitely do one before. We're gonna definitely do an, a similar session before the NBA finals, uh, as in, in the teams are finalized, and maybe we might just do, you know, as the that's what they call watch along when the game is going on. We might just do a live session uh, while the game is going on. So let's see how many people are up for it. Uh, but thank that you. That will be fun. That would be yeah, fun. That will so be
5: awesome, Durant,
1: uh, Thanks, Victor. Thanks, Ash. Thanks, Paula. Sri. Harry. Thanks, Roy. I'm
0: Thank,
3: Thank you We hope
0: you enjoyed this conversation. Please do give us feedback at www.sporttribe.com. That's S-P-O-R-T-R-Y-B-E.com. We love to constantly evolve
4: in order to make the tribe bigger than before. Thank you for listening.